Hello, my lovely brujas, and welcome back to another episode of Cold Brew for the Brujas. As usual, it's your girl, Moki, the pastel bruja, aiding you on your spiritual journey. One pastel post, podcast, YouTube video, however I can get it to you at a time. Welcome back, or welcome if you are new. Today, we are taking a quick break from all of the things spooky because I wanted to check in with y'all and see how everybody is doing. We're doing a check-in, and I kind of want to briefly talk about imposter syndrome and things like that. So, I hope you are ready. But don't worry, and don't worry. If you don't want to listen to this episode, if you're here for solely the spooky vibes, I totally get it. Tomorrow, we are jumping back into the spookiness force with some spooky stories so if you want to skip this episode totally fine but hey i figured that with a lot of stuff going on in the world one and two you know we're watching a lot of oh well, let me speak for myself i'm listening and watching to a lot of true crime a lot of spooky a lot of things i want to just do a check-in and also i've been hearing so many people talk about imposter syndrome I want to check in with my brujas and kind of talk about that as well. So grab your tea, grab your coffee, your iced coffee, your hot cocoa, your sweet tea, whatever it is, your pumpkin spice. I didn't say pumpkin spice. I kind of went back to the summer for a second. Your, your pumpkin spice, your apple crisp, your matcha, your chai, whatever it is you're sipping on this morning, evening, or afternoon. I hope it's as delicious as this podcast episode and vice versa. And let's jump right into it. So... Like I said, I don't know if I said, but we are here for Podtober Day 6 and we're doing a little check-in. And the reason why is because I also, there's a couple of things going on in the sky these, this week over the next couple of days that are going to just kind of boost us, change. Like, I just want to check in and I'm going to let y'all know everything that's going on in the sky right now. So first, first of all, on the 4th, um mercury entered libra so social grace and charms are high for the next two weeks and we can finally stop worrying about what can go wrong and focus on what can go right and creating meaningful connections that can help us in the future whether that be friendships relationships business connections now is the time to do that over the next two weeks then on the eighth we have two more things happening and that's all I'm going to mention, even though we do have some things happening next week. I kind of just want to focus on this week. So on the 8th, we have Mars in Libra, Square, Pluto, and Capricorn. This is a controlling aspect that can put us a little bit on edge. So as we get closer to the edge, as we get closer to the 8th, know that that's kind of why we're feeling how we're feeling. As a collective, the energy is going to be feeling a little bit aggressive and anxious. And it's very easy to engage in useless I don't want to say arguing, but like bickering, going back and forward, but both going back and forth, kind of getting in a funky mood and just, you know, letting that ruin your day. So keep that in mind as we approach the eighth. And then we have Venus entering Virgo. Venus has been in Leo for quite a long time, and it finally says goodbye to the glamorous Leo and enters the more modest sign of Virgo. So over the next four weeks, we will be spending less time focusing uh we will be spending less i was gonna say we're spending less time we'll be spending less as far as money but focusing more on what makes us feel good right because when we're in leo we spend a lot of time money and just about everything else to, on that aspect of making us feel good of uplifting ourselves we might have been 
splurging with the retail therapy, but we are going to be focusing more on what makes us feel good, makes us feel beautiful, makes us feel loved. And I wish I could tell you that the retail therapy was going to stop, but no, because just because we have that happening, Venus entering Virgo, we are still very much in the Libra season. And we know that Libras love some retail therapy, speaking as a true Libra with a very heavily Libra dominated chart so i just wanted to check in with that because i know that that's going to kind of be funking up the energy a little bit but there are some positives that's coming out of it as well but that kind of leads me to the imposter syndrome i feel like over the past few weeks i've been seeing hearing a lot of people say online in my circles that they just been feeling the imposter syndrome heavy and if you don't know what imposter syndrome is i will look up the definition so i can give you a clear-cut thing it says imposter syndrome is a behavioral health phenomenon described as self-doubt of intellect skills or accomplishments among high achieving individuals so pretty much it's kind of fucked up when you think about it but it's like the more you want to achieve in life the What's happening right now, which is why it's a behavioral phenomenon, is more and more people, it's like the more you achieve, the less you feel like you deserve to achieve these things. And um, there are quite a couple of levels of imposter syndrome. So I'm not going to dive in too heavily because there's a lot of information, but I'm just going to give you the five and just like a quick little rundown of what it is. But the first one is the perfectionist, which we probably all know and love, <laughs> love. but micro they're known for micromanaging things. They don't really know how to delegate tasks. They obsess over little details and they struggle with decision making because they have such high standards and almost unrealistic expectations that you, they also tend to have a incredible fear of failure or making mistakes. And some things that you can do when you are perfectionist, if this resonates very highly with you, is relax your standards, remember the 3.5 rule, and in some cases that 2.0 is just fine. So go, like I said, it's so much information, I'm not gonna dive into that, but basically it's just saying that, like, remember that you don't have to have, everything doesn't have to be perfect, kind of meeting yourself halfway is okay number one is to notice your perfect your perfectionistic thoughts and give yourself reality checks right with whether it be like a cause benefit type deal like is the time and energy the money that i'm going to put into this to make it perfect worth it and that's really what it is is just feeling like if it's not perfect it can't go out there and i say this all the time that perfection is the 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 enemy of productivity the enemy of advancement because if you're constantly waiting for something to be perfect it's never going to happen you have to do it and then perfect it as you go and that's like this is the last tip for perfection is to just allow room for imperfection and realize that there's always imperfection maybe it's something small as in allowing that picture that your friend tagged you in that you don't really like to just be up there because you guys had a great time and even though it's not your favorite picture leave it up there then we have start baby steps right because a lot of times it's, it's like with our it starts with stuff like that or it might be things like that but it's also things that we're working on things that we're investing our time into we're not ready to let go we're not ready uh to not let go but we don't want to be judged we don't want people to be to see it and not perceive it so we hoard it and perfect it and next thing you know it never gets out there 
The next one is the superhuman. And the signs of the superhuman are they don't really handle constructive criticism well. They feel stressed out when they're not working. You almost feel guilty for having rest, which goes into the next one, which is you feel guilty when you're taking breaks or enjoying life or activities that you're just doing for fun. And you put a lot of pressure on yourself to constantly be performing at your best. And some tips for the superhuman is once again to set realistic expectations for yourself and allow time for self-care and realize that everyone needs rest and everyone needs relaxation and it's part of being productive is to know when you need rest. Superhuman imposter syndrome is most tiresome because it makes you feel guilty when you're not doing anything and I suffer from that quite often when I feel like I should be doing this, I should be doing this, but it's like, listen, everyone needs rest and that's perfectly okay. Next one is the natural genius. And this tends to talk about people who have had success come easily to them in the past. Maybe you did really well in school and now as an adult, you're not really thriving. Your self-confidence may self-suffer considerably when faced with a setback or an obstacle. They tend to believe success comes from an inherent ability. They believe that it's not hard work or practice. It's just either you're successful or you're not. And they tend to have very high standards. Um, And basically tips for the natural genius is to really just do some self-reflection, reframe negative self-talk, reframe your mindset about obstacles and uh, just get once again be more realistic with life and your view of your abilities and understand of considering yourself to be this natural genius consider yourself a work in progress someone that has put in the work and and then it kind of makes you pat yourself on the back when you look at yourself that way as opposed to being like well i've always been good at this and now i'm failing it's more so listen i've been learning this i've been working at this I've been trying at this and this is how far I've come so far. And if I keep going, I have so much more that I can achieve. So there's nothing wrong with being a work in progress. The next one is the soloist, which is another one that I feel like most of us are familiar with. They feel the need to do everything on their own. They feel incompetent if they need help. They struggle to network and make make meaningful relationships um, and they have difficulty accepting constructive criticism and when i say they have struggled to network and make meaningful relationships it's not always because they're assholes or things like that it could just be because throughout life they have been met with people who maybe said one thing and did another thing or maybe people who just genuinely did not have their best interests at heart which caused them to feel like they had to do everything by themselves And recovering from this type of imposter syndrome involves identifying the reason, the need that the the reason that you feel the need rather to be so independent and why you can't achieve success with others or you can't achieve success with help. And when you do that, you can really begin to learn to allow yourself to build a support system, learn to delegate tasks and give yourself some compassion and also celebrate your success more and celebrate the success of others more. And this probably will take the most time out of the other uh, imposter syndromes just because, listen, it involves some deep shadow work and some deep digging. But it can really help lead to greater self-confidence and just boost you both personally and professionally. Because when we feel like we can rely on others, we 
can achieve more because I feel like when we are sometimes when we're the soloist we tend to be the others as well we tend to be the superhuman we tend to be the perfectionist because it has to be perfect because everyone else has let us down so we have to be the one to make it perfect we have to do it by ourselves and then we beat ourselves up because we're not the natural genius and it kind of just all flows into it but that one probably requires the most shadow work and the most deep digging but i feel like it's the most rewarding when you overcome it and finally we have the expert this imposter syndrome you feel like you need to master every step in the process there's no room for failure you feel like you constantly need to be pursuing something these are people who pursue every degree every certificate every training and it's not necessarily because they love it or it's their passion it's just because they feel like that's what valid that's what makes them you know an expert in their field that's what makes them deserving of the achievements they've accomplished and that's what would make them not an imposter right so feeling like a, and then on top of doing all of that they might even still they still feel like a fraud despite having all of that expertise so another thing with the expert is that they tend to suffer from procrastination struggle with procrastination because they're doing so much they're taking so much on and they feel overwhelmed so the the expert can also very much benefit from creating a support system having people around them having people that they can rely on learning to delegate tasks and just being vulnerable and being open and trusting those people around them and another thing that i want to say just overall is uh when you for all of I feel like when you have a support system that is genuine and that genuinely cares about you and that genuinely wants to support you, imposter syndrome is a lot harder if it's it's a lot harder to hit, right? Because you're constantly having people around you. And I can speak from personal experience because ever since I my boyfriend and I got together, he has been super supportive and he has probably been one of the only people on a daily basis that tells me that he's proud of me for things that I consider because I have suffered from such crazy imposter syndrome that I consider no big deal or not really worth celebrating. And because he makes such a big deal out of it and he's always so supportive, it in turn makes me be like, one, I'm so excited to... um share this with him and it makes me excited because I'm, it makes me feel like wow this is something that one I can share with him that is just important and it just boosts me up so I feel like the importance of having a support system is is amazing and some people might be like okay I really don't have anyone and I don't have a support system well listen I'll tell you what hits just as hard as having a support system cutting out the people that are not a, a, a valid genuine support system I was talking about this with my mom. Like, I had a lot of friends when I was growing up, and we were talking about a lot of my friends that I had. And I didn't have a lot of friends that genuinely, like, supported me being me, promoted me to be me, like, wanted me being me, except for one of my closest friends that I, I am still friends with to this day, Nia. Like, me and her were genuinely ourselves. I feel like she pushed me to be more authentically me. And broke me out of my shell because a lot of people know that I'm shy at first. But when I hung out with Nia, I felt like I could be me. She always encouraged me to be me. And 
having someone like that in your corner is so beneficial. But I was so used to, and even when we, me and her were still friends, I st- when me and her were younger, I still had people um, that were not genuine friends around. And you can genuinely feel the difference of people who are just like trying to either change you to fit their mold of what their friends should be like or who just kind of keep you around, you know, especially as girls in the 90s. I feel like a lot of us were like secondary friends, kind of just kept around to kind of shit on, poke at, things like that. I feel like that was very normal. I'm very glad that that doesn't seem to be the case as much anymore. I don't know. I don't talk to children, but I don't see it like as popularized or things like that. So I don't know. But I feel like that kind of goes hand in hand with saying like having people who are genuinely in your circle, people who are genuinely rooting for you and genuinely your friend are so beneficial. So that's kind of my check in that I wanted to do with you all today. Like one, check in who's like who you're surrounding yourself with Two, check in with yourself, reframe how you're talking to yourself, reframe how you celebrate your wins, how you celebrate your victories. But most importantly, pat yourself on the back today. Like, do something to make yourself smile. Do yourself to celebrate everything that you've achieved, no matter how small. Because this is going up on the 6th. This, what's the 6th? What's, what day of the week? It doesn't matter what day of the week it is, but I feel like treats always hit different on Friday. And the 6th is a Friday. So, boom. Today is Friday. As this podcast is going up, treat yourself go get something get some starbucks get a treat even if you didn't do everything you wanted to do this week celebrate what you did get done this week because that deserves to be celebrated too i love y'all so much thank y'all for listening and i will see y'all tomorrow with another episode and um yeah i'll be sharing some exciting things that will be happening uh this in the next couple weeks so i'm happy to share with y'all and like i said i know that the podcast is the podcast but if you're not listening if you're not watching the vlogs for vlogtober you're missing out especially with this coming week i mentioned in a in a previous pod and i'm pretty sure in a previous um podcast in a previous vlog as well vlog and pod <laughs> um i'm going out of town so those vlogs are going to be very nice and i'm very excited so i hope you check those out and i love y'all so much thank y'all for listening i will see y'all tomorrow for the next episode but most importantly as usual stay beautiful keep shining keep it spooky i love y'all i'll see y'all tomorrow bye